this week I want to get into codependency. So are you codependent in your relationship? So let's dive into this. Growing up, if you have come from dysfunctional background, a dysfunctional home, parents who were possibly codependent and narcissistic, you learned over time how to become codependent yourself. And if this is all you've ever known, then it could be really hard for you to be able to spot when you yourself are being codependent in your relationship. So in this video, I wanna give you some kind of tips that way you can start to spot, is this a problem in your relationship? Are you in a dysfunctional relationship? Are you in a relationship where possibly you don't wanna be codependent? I mean, who wants to be? And so you can start to kind of like backpedal this stuff and really start even maybe healing some stuff inside of you that's causing you to be codependent yourself. So individuals who are codependent, they basically rely on outside validation. They rely on the people around them to make them feel good. So someone who's codependent is really going to struggle with doing anything by themselves and they need validation. So what does that mean? That means that what I think and how I feel is okay. Codependents really struggle with even knowing what they think and how they feel. Someone who's codependent really lives their life based on pleasing other people. I need to make you happy. So there is a disconnection with someone who's codependent between the person that they're in a relationship with or the sister or the mother or whoever to themselves. So there's no real, I'm connected to me, this is what I need, this is how I feel, and if I need this, I'm gonna honor it and I'm gonna give myself it. If I feel this way, I'm going to feel comfortable having a conversation with you to discuss this with you. I don't have a fear of confrontation. I don't fear of what you're going to say. I accept that no matter your reaction, whether you like what I have to say or not, that's on you. And I've learned how to create that bubble around me that way, not that you take responsibility for your own feelings, but I'm not taking responsibility for how you feel because there are those are your feelings. That's a huge thing towards healing codependency is honoring what I think and how I feel, giving myself what I need, learning how to put up boundaries, and really learning how to be able to communicate with other people. Not that the person, again, is going to take responsibility for how they feel, but it does mean that you're, that invisible bubble is around you and you're no longer holding on to how someone feels and you taking it on as if it's your responsibility, no matter the situation. Someone who's codependent definitely is going to struggle with rejection and abandonment wounds because they have felt abandoned. They have had abandonment happen in their life, whether it was physically or emotionally or mentally. And that is part, a huge part of the reason why they even formed the codependency because no one really ever sat in a space for them. No one was concerned on how they thought and what they felt. Possibly there were too many kids in the household. Possibly you come from alcoholism. Possibly because there were a lot of financial struggles. Maybe your parents were addicted to something. You were raised in a household that even if the parents had the best intentions, and they were loving parents for the most part, they still had their own wounds, which caused them to behave in the way that they did. And you saw this unconsciously, absorbed it, and formed this tape that says, now I'm codependent. Now I'm only focused on other people because I just have to walk on eggshells and make sure everyone's happy because if someone's not happy, then I don't know how to handle that because I have felt very out of control in my childhood whether dad was angry, um, whether mom was an alcohol, you know, an alcoholic or depressed or whatever that looks like for you. Every situation is completely different, but a codependent is going to 
feel helpless, feel powerless, and really struggle with don't leave me. They're going to struggle with that abandonment. And that really is at the forefront because that will then cause that codependent to ignore what they think and how they feel, not have any standards and boundaries, not know how to communicate with another person on the fact that these are your feelings and you have to handle them. These are my boundaries. This is my stuff. All of that. They're not going to be able to do any of that. They're just going to play the game. I need to play the game so you're not mad at me and so you stay in my life. If you are codependent in your relationship, you are going to avoid talking about your feelings. You might bring them up, but when someone kind of just immediately pushes back on them, you just conform and you fold and you say, okay, that's it. That's the end of that conversation. So you don't want to talk about your emotions. You don't want to talk about your thoughts. You could have an avoidant attachment style, which means you avoid that humanness in relationships. You avoid that real intimacy and that vulnerability. Maybe you don't feel comfortable doing it. Maybe you don't know how to do it. So since you don't know what your own feelings are most of the time, like how do you really feel by what it is your wife's saying to you or your brother's doing to you? If you don't really know that, then you're never going to be able to actually even take it the next step further to have a conversation with them, nor are you going to be able to actually own how you feel if you don't even know how you feel. If you are codependent in your relationship, you are always going to want to please everyone. Now this goes back to previous points that I've made is your role in being a codependent is I need to make everyone happy because if everyone's happy, then I'm happy. I don't know how to deal with someone else not being okay. Maybe perhaps you're an empath and maybe it really bothers you on a deep level that someone is not okay. Maybe it bothers you when someone is mad at you because you look at it like they're upset with me, whereas a healthy person would say, if you're upset with me, Yes, maybe I did something wrong and we can 100% have that conversation and we can go back and forth trying to have empathy for each other and understand each other. But at the end of the day, your feelings are your feelings. So if you don't get that, then when someone feels upset with you, you're going to own it and you're going to want to please that person, which means I'm going to put my feelings aside and I'm going to conform to you or I'm going to beg you to talk to me or it's going to make me feel uncomfortable if you don't want to talk to me. If you are codependent in your relationship, you are going to feel the need to want to fix others. So hey guys, before we get into this week's episode, I want to talk to you about something really serious and probably something that a lot of people actually struggle with. Have you ever brushed your teeth only to find moments later your breath stinks again? So odds are if this is you, you have an imbalance of both good and bad bacteria in your mouth. I had no idea. When you brush your teeth, you're actually killing off both of the good and bad bacteria from your mouth. Now what happens is they have to repopulate and usually the one that repopulates the fastest is going to be the bad bacteria. So you have to give yourself a dental probiotic to balance everything out. So every time you brush your teeth and your tongue, you plank a probiotic in your mouth and you let it dissolve. If you repeat this process for 30 days, you're basically telling your system and your body to produce good bacteria faster so it outnumbers the bad. If that's not enough to convince you, dental probiotics are a must-have and that you should use to fight off that bad bacteria. For a limited time, use Stephanie Lynn 20 for 20% off of Smile Brilliance Dental Probiotics and their suit of amazing dental-grade oral care products. 
oh someone who's codependent is is has controlling tendencies in their own right because they want to make everyone happy rather than allowing people to think and feel what they need allowing people to go on their own journeys and that you don't have any control over that so a huge part of really just like emotional and mental freedom is being able to allow everyone to live their own lives. And even when you really love someone, understanding that it's not your job to fix people, that it's not your job to come in and try to save the day, that your only job every single day is to take care of this. And when this feels good to go and it feels filled up, you can offer things to other people. You could try to influence someone, but you don't have control over that person. That's a huge burden that you put on yourself, wanting everyone to live their life in accordance to the way you feel like they should live it. And so when you kind of relinquish that, life there's a huge weight that's just lifted off of you because you no longer feel the need to try to control other people you're just worried about yourself if you are codependent in your relationship you're going to struggle with boundaries boundaries is a huge thing in any relationship that you have with any person because boundaries teaches the other person who you are and what you will and will not tolerate now that's a healthy thing because everyone is treating you in life by how you demand now what you basically say is, look, this is what I need. And someone will come and read that job description and decide whether or not they want to oblige. Okay, I can do this. And so that's how a relationship actually works. And, but if you don't ever hand anyone a piece of paper and say, this is what I need, then someone's going to treat you however they want to treat you based on who they are, where their wounds are. And that's really where you get into a lot of trouble because when you're dealing with someone who's toxic, they're not going to have the best intentions. They're not going to be self-aware to go, you know what? I was kind of taking advantage of her yesterday. I need to not do that again. That's not happening. So life is a game and I need to win and I need to get things and I need to be in control when you're dealing with someone who's really toxic. So if there's no job description of, hey, this isn't okay when you do this and this is what the boundary should be, then you are just at the mercy of being taken advantage of, at the mercy of receiving abuse and that's going that cycle will continue and continue no matter who the person is in your life there's going to be people that are going to hurt you the most than other people they might maybe another person will have a little bit more self-awareness to say oh crap i'm not really being a nice person right now and i need to stop but if you're dealing with someone who's really sick and twisted no that's not going to happen so boundaries is a really healthy thing because it allows you to actually have healthy relationships and it teaches people what your standards are and what you will and will not tolerate if you are codependent in your relationship you are also extremely loyal and you are loyal to a fault you are too loyal you are i don't even know what the word would be you shouldn't be that loyal to someone who <laughs> isn't a good person so when you learn through your boundaries that like, okay, you don't want to do this and you don't even read this and you don't even care about it. And when I tell you, you just, you do the complete opposite or you keep trying to manipulate me or you keep trying to hurt me. Why are you loyal to that person? So now we go into, I'm loyal to a fault because I'm living from that abandonment wound. I'm living from that fear. So if I'm living in that fear, then all bets are off. I'm going to stick by you no matter what you do, no matter what you say. I don't really care about me. Um, I struggle with standing alone. I don't want to be alone. And so I need you. Hence the codependency.
you know, a person who is really codependent is just never going to feel like they're enough. They're always going to feel like they did something wrong, that they could have done better. Um, and when you don't feel like you're enough, then you don't really have high standards. When you don't feel like you're enough, you're not going to feel comfortable talking to other people about what you think and how you feel. You're not gonna even be able to honor what you think and how you feel. So I always tell people, one of the first things that you have to start with is self-worth. Self-worth is at the forefront of everything because that will determine how you talk to yourself, it will determine what you have in your life, and it will determine how people treat you. So we have to come from that space because if we don't, then you're not going to enjoy doing things alone. And someone who's codependent, they don't like doing things alone. They don't want to go to the gym by themselves. Everything has to be planned out with their partner being with them. They're just needy in that way and they don't know how to be their own best friend. So a huge part of mental health is learning how to be your own best friend. It's learning how to be alone. It's learning how to be with your thoughts. It's learning how to give yourself all the things that you need to give you. That's your responsibility. That's no one else's responsibility. So why I talk about all these topics is not just to educate you on things like narcissism, though you can find that everywhere, textbooks, other videos, blog posts, et cetera, et cetera. It's about going deeper to understand how do I really, really take care of myself? How do I really love myself? How do I really heal those wounds? When those triggers come up, what do I do with them? That's the key stuff. That's the stuff that changes your life and is a game changer for you, right? That'll actually allow you to start having great relationships and having everything else that you want for your life. And that's when life really starts getting really good.